Welcome back, everybody, to um, a podcast you probably fucking forgot about. You've written us off as dead. Um, we've flown the coop. We've changed our identities. We are hiding from the government. Um, and we are from an undisclosed location in Baltimore, Maryland. You've just disclosed it, though. So yeah. Fucked us real good. Yeah, you ruined our cover. Uh, as always, I'm John. I'm Kayla. And this is Bored to Death, a board game and tabletop podcast that... Uh, is trying to get back on a regular schedule after like a six plus month hiatus of like living our lives post weird COVID world and seeing friends and family and doing fun things. I like saying post makes it seem like we're beyond it, but you know, we just had our boosters and mm-hmm. you know, and we felt that for a few days and we got, we got the ick for a while. So, yeah. but, but, but it's fine. It's like post COVID means like not dying from it now. That's true, for the most part. So, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Did you try a sip of this yet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you fuck it up? No, it's delicious. It's a little sweeter than it's supposed to be, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. I can't read measurements good. It's it's fine. It's a whiskey sour, though. But it's a whiskey sour. But yeah, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Um, if you accidentally happened upon this, um, cool. Thanks for downloading it and having, having it occupy space on your phone or computer or wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts. Do people listen to podcasts on their computer? I'm sure they do. Huh. In your bougie office environment where you don't have to interact with people. Who has a bougie office environment where they don't have to talk to people? That would be the dream. The rich. And fuck you if you're rich. That would be the dream. But also, like, thanks for listening. Yeah. I mean, you do you. But yeah, don't call it a comeback because who knows if we'll keep this at a steady rate in any way, shape, or form. But we we're not busy. It's fine. We're not. It's fine. It's getting cold, so we're bringing a whole bunch of games back to the table and then not seeing anybody ever again. So we're so, inside now. So fuck winter also mm-hmm. while we're at it. Yeah. Not a fan. Unless you also live somewhere warm and you can go fuck yourself. No, but also thank no, you no, for no. listening to our podcast. You should just invite us to the warm place. That's fine. Yeah, but don't be snarky about it. Like, be, like, inviting and warm and welcome. Be like, hey, we want to, like, bring you in. Yeah. And shelter you from the cold misery like that's going to be the next six months. You don't want them to be snarky, but you just told them to go fuck themselves, so. because well, they don't have to live here where it's cold and it's, like, icy and rainy one day and then, like, 50 degrees and then it's, like, 40 and 20 the next and everyone gets sick and dies. Well, we just got done saying nobody's dying. Us. Us. Yeah. Okay. Very selective. Got it. But yeah, so we've been doing stuff, mm-hmm. seeing people, going to things, yeah, playing um, pretty casually. Yeah, mostly at breweries, uh, bringing a lot of uh, small games from our collection. If you want to know about some uh, brewery and small games, so you can go back and listen to one of our episodes that covers a whole lot of that. But mostly just cards and a lot of Yahtzee. Yeah, playing a lot of Yahtzee. You beat me like, what, four times yesterday? Mm-hmm. Just Yahtzee. And we just have like regular ass dice. Yep. That we bought in a big pack. And I downloaded a Yahtzee scorekeeping app. That's legit what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, yeah. And playing cards. Same game we've talked about before. Palace. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. For ruining our lives. It's mm-hmm. fine. Like 20 years ago. Well, your life 20 years ago. Mine more recently. But but yes, as we are uh, creeping into the, the holiday times, we figured we would um, update you guys on a whole bunch of uh, games that we've added recently to our collection that are good for the um, interesting and more uh, specific gamer in your life, or uh, some like more casual, weird, uh, very explicit games. Explicit, grown-up games, if you will. 
I mean, it says explicit content. It does. Grown-up games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but first, uh, I'd really like to talk about Brew. Yeah? Yeah. That's the one you want to start with? Yeah, it's from Pandasaurus Games. Oh, I, I figured we we would go from, like, the, the more, like, PG into, like, the okay. uh, weird conversations with your parents, which we'll get into later. <laughs> yeah, Brew is... I feel like Brew is one of those games where, like, I looked at it, and I looked at the box, and I looked at the back, and I was like, ah. Like, it's very pretty. Like, it's a very pretty game, but I just don't... This doesn't look like gameplay that I'm going to enjoy. But then I read other people on the interwebs talking about it, and I was like, this is like worker placement with dice, kind of like Euphoria, but smaller. Yeah. And so I was like, well, we, we need this game. Mm-hmm. So we bought it. Yeah, uh, it's essentially... Um, well, I, I get it... <laughs> I always hate that, like, the descriptions of these games are so fucking dramatic. Time is shattered and broken. Like, that's, like, the description, the first sentence. It sounds like a Marvel movie. It really does. The seasons all exist at once and day and night have no real cycle. It's like living here in the wintertime. Yeah. Yeah. hmm So, essentially, uh, in Brew, um, you have a whole bunch of these element dice, and you have to choose uh, where to place them on the board. Some spots have, like, more... Um, casual uh like everyone has access to sort of places on the board it's in the village correct Mm -hmm. and that's like the main game board right and then what you're really doing in the game is competing for forests and forests have uh different day and night uh sides and they have different um Forests don't have day and night. They have different seasons on Different them. seasons. The board has a day the and night The village cycle. board is day and night. Yep. So you're trying to collect these these forests, which um, balance out well with these uh, beasts that you add to your collection. So it's like a very... Um, it's got a little bit of a set collection mm-hmm. component. So yeah. like if you've got... If you have collected one of the fall forests, you can have creatures whose abilities activate in the fall. The trick is you can only have, like, three beasts tamed, and then you can release them back into the wild, mm-hmm. which are still worth points, just different points. Yeah, and it's like a very, um, it's not a very fucked you game, right? You could block people out of certain spots, or you can make them taste their, take their dice back, but it's not super, um, like, it's beat not your... aggressive. Yeah, it's not aggressive. You're not beating your opponents down. But I feel like there's a bunch of different avenues uh, to victory. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those games where it's like, you you have a chance to come back, even in like a two-player setting. We haven't played it with a, with a four or five, I think it is. I think it's just four. Yeah. We've only played it with the two of us. Yeah, but it's not... There's so many avenues to victory that bringing it back over and over to the table seems really cool. We've only played it a few times, but it felt different each time with how we approached... Yeah, and I, I mean, I always like the randomness of rolling dice. Like, that's kind of the luck component. Uh, but then there's the strategy of figuring out where you're going to put put your shit. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I'd say it's more strategy than it is luck. But I do, I always, I always like the luck component. So. Yeah, and there's different things that you could do and different abilities that allow you to manipulate your dice or um, change things to how you want them to be. And essentially, whoever has the most of their dice on a forest will claim it. And it's really a delicate balance of making sure that you're not letting your opponent run away with all the forests when they put their dice on places. You could, like, roll and put, like, a neutral dice on a forest. That way your opponent 
can't just run away, just can't claim everything while you're trying to do other things. So it's, you, it's one of those games where it's not very rule heavy. It's pretty straightforward when you're playing it, but you have to pay attention. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's how you beat me the last time. Mm-hmm. It's not that I wasn't paying attention to the forest. I just didn't realize how many you had. So. Yeah. And that's, that's just like, again, that like very fine balance of you need to watch what your opponents are doing in the moment or uh, they could run away with, with all the forests and the beasts and everything else. Oh, and then there are the potions. You yes. can buy these potions um, that just kind of give you special abilities. So sometimes it's you get to place two die at a time or like you get to do everything before your opponent does or something of that nature. They all have different abilities, but they're... They also have points for the end of the game, so it doesn't feel like a doesn't feel like a waste of your turn. Yeah. To buy a potion. Yeah. Versus going for a beast, versus going into the village, versus placing die on the forests. It's just very very cool, and I feel like the more and more we bring it back to the table, it's like oh, obviously there's going to be like certain things that you definitely want to go for, but I feel like it's balanced well enough, like you said, where you're not going to be like oh well. You got, like, two forests in this turn, and all I did was make a few potions and get a beast. But really, the point totals are are very equivalent. Yeah, and the way that you win is, of course, by having the most points. But what triggers the end of the game is when you've seen all of the forests. So it's not that one person has four forests and one person has two. It's that you've seen every forest in the deck and then it's over. So um, some forests don't get claimed, so it's not automatically going to be a distribution of half and half or something um some just go back and then you're done mm-hmm. and it's and it scales for less people right so of course you're going to have access to more forests each turn when you're, you're playing with a full scale of four people um there were cards removed from the game when we were playing with just the two of us i'm guessing for balance and time but aside from like just the the mechanics which are are pretty cool and straightforward and nothing seems like overly complicated right there's not really a whole bunch of convoluted rules you'll have to learn some symbols and you'll get used to it the more you bring it to the table but the components are just really nice Mm -hmm. yeah i mean to your point that i think the symbols are the hardest part of the game which just feels like pretty standard Mm -hmm. um but yeah everything was is super high quality and like the dice feel really good which is to me when you have a game that's coming with what 30 dice it seems rare that the dice are going to be high quality but these definitely are yeah and they're all different color based on the the color your character color character i think characters have special abilities too Mm -hmm. so which is also you could either pick the one that you like the most do it randomly like we did stuff like that but each of the color dice have like they're embossed with like their specific color and like they're imprinted very well. They feel good. Yeah, they're not stickers. Yeah, on which the dice. we for I hate stickers on things. I and, hate stickers specifically on dice. Yeah, more than most things. Well, I just uh, I I remember going back to one game specifically, which was the Ancient World, and when we were, and that's like an older game, right? So I I don't know how much of a pass it gets, but I remember. Ew. Yeah, I think it's like from like 2012 or something like that. It's pretty old. Hmm, fair and, enough. and we got, I think we ended up getting like a new release of it. Fair enough. But I remember when we first opened that box, it was such a bitch putting all those stickers on different things and not lining them up properly. And it's like, I didn't pay all this money to play arts and crafts before I'm a- 
able to even sit down and enjoy it. And to me, that's kind of a, a fun suck out of a game. And you don't have to worry about any of that with this. Yeah, I guess it was 2014. Yeah, right? No, I said 2012, but yeah. It was close enough. And um, the artwork is beautiful. Yeah, it's super, like, fantasy. Yeah, it's, like, very nature and fantasy. The beasts are really cool looking. Um, the day and night boards are gorgeous. And, yeah, I mean, for a game that we kind of took... Uh, you you did more research on this than I did. Um, but for something that we never really... We didn't watch a ton of videos on. We didn't do a ton of research. It, it really came through. Mm-hmm. And, it got. I mean, it got pretty good reviews, too. What? I've, ne- I don't, I've never looked at the Board Game Geek page for oh. this game, so I was just looking at the reviews that it had on there. Mm-hmm. Lots of people. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, like, the bright colors just automatically make me interested. Um, I think what maybe initially made me uh, iffy was the fantasy component, because sometimes I think that can get cheesy really quickly, and it's just, yeah. Nah. But we've eaten our words with that before, so... Mm-hmm. A game like Mystic Veil, theme only kind of matters, right? So if, and we've talked about this in previous episodes where if the game has a solid foundation of how it plays and the balance and the the mechanics of moving things around the board and everything else, it's like you could theme it to whatever the fuck you want as long as it's not like offensive, right? As long as it's not like shitty artwork or something else, Mm -hmm. which again, we are not artists right? I can only imagine how much time and effort well, and, and money spent yeah so we can only be so critical of that but with Mystic Veil it's like oh yeah you're a bunch of fucking forest druids what words. I don't know it's just words here slide this card on top of this card make some shit win the game Mm-hmm. yeah it's a good game it really is I recommend yep so and it I wouldn't say it's for newcomers to the board game no. sphere I would I would definitely buy this for someone who, you know, already plays board games. Like mm-hmm. I, I think it's a pretty light game, uh, for gamers. But I think there's a there are just enough rules to make it pretty complicated for someone who's not terribly interested in gaming. Yeah, that's my thought. Yep, and like we said, with everything going on in the game, your choices matter. So, taking your time to make decisions does make this. Even though it doesn't it doesn't take a lot of space up on the table. It, it is a longer, longer-ish game. Yeah, taking your time. Who takes the most time? Me. Yeah, you are I'm, so slow. I have no idea what I'm doing. You're the slowest decision maker I, on the planet. I'm a monkey shot into space. No clue what's going on. I don't even know how I hit record to start this shit. I don't either. No being clue. completely honest. Nope. So, yeah, that's Brew. It's from Pandasaurus Games. Um, They make a whole bunch of other shit, which is like, uh, what the fuck else they make? You just clicked Brew. Oh, no. Well, I can click their... I'm on their website, and I can look at more. Oh, God. Why don't you just click shop? Maybe. That's Edit a good point. Out. This is boring. This is boring content. No, this is great content. What else do they make? They make the mines. Oh, yeah. That's and Dinosaur game. Island. Dinosaur Island. That was the, I was like, there's another one. And Machi Koro. Mm-hmm. So, they have a wide list of different complexities for games. But, yeah, this, this was a blast. And, like I said... uh Worth picking up if um, you need something new, bright, and uh, fun. Totes. All right. Our next one starts the uh, games found on TikTok. Yeah. Which, um, just as a preface, 10 out of 10 recommend perusing board game TikTok. 
There's some excellent folks on there doing some quality reviews on, like, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we found a handful of games. And even, like, sometimes I watch them and I know that they're already going to talk about games we already have. But, like, I I see this as validation for our purchases sometimes that someone else agrees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, I would consider this, from when we were looking at TikTok, uh, games that we found on TikTok for a long time, this was my white whale. This is a game I couldn't find any fucking where, and it seems so cool. And I finally found a copy, bought it from Target, came in the mail the other day. Because nowhere selling it in stores, right? Like, no, like... Did you even say what it's called yet? No, it's called Tapple. Okay. And apparently it's an old as hell game. I didn't know this. Well, old as hell? It says 2012. That's not old as hell. That's 10 years old. Yeah, but, like, in the... like. For the most part, when we're talking about games, a lot of the times it's things that are from at least five to seven years ago. It's not like ten years ago in the the tabletop sphere seems like a lifetime ago. Fair enough. Um, Tapple is uh, a weird word game. And essentially you have this... Uh, it's not a board. I would call it a mechanism. <laughs> a mechanism, yes. Am I wrong? Nope. It, like, uh... how, what would you call it? I don't now know. that I said the word mechanism, what, what would be a, a synonym for that? A to device? Me, to me, it looks like a plate that has letters around the outside that are, the letters are like buttons, almost like a keyboard. Mm, they're spring-loaded. Yep. And then in the middle, there's a big, like, hand. It looks like a hand. And um, that's what starts the timer. Yeah. So, essentially, uh, the round starts. You have this uh, device in your in the center of the table that everyone has access to. By the way, it's a party game. And we love word association games because we're huge fans of code names. Um, we played uh, our... Bananagrams. Our Bananagrams over time. Stuff like that. So, essentially you get a category. Categories, movies. You have the letters A through... Well, okay. So when we were playing last night, I realized that they skipped some letters of the alphabet, which I fundamentally get. But I guess I wasn't paying enough attention yeah. at first. It's almost all of the letters. They took out, like, W, X, X Y, and Z, I think. No, the they didn't take out all of those. I'm pretty sure Y is there. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they took out the complicated letters, like X and Q, Yeah. for example. And Z, shit like that. Yeah. So um, when uh, the category comes up and you say movies, the timer, you hit press the button, you have 10 seconds to come up with a movie title that starts with any letter that hasn't been pressed down yet. So I would say Die Hard for D. I would press it and then hit the center again. And it would restart the timer for the next person at the table next to you. And you have 10 seconds. If you don't guess it, the buzzer goes off, that person is eliminated from the round, and it continues until there's only one person left. I made a suggestion while we were playing with just the two of us that we just make this full-on co-op. And John said, that's not in the rules. That we all are just trying to get all the letters. I am a rule follower. That's objectively false. Yeah, but fuck it's the system. Fine. No, it sounds like a great time. Like, obviously, a game like this is designed to be played with a whole bunch of people, given the options that you can come up with. Cat, uh, being the the categories lend itself to a whole slew of like different letter based things that you're going to press down, right? So, I think it's fun. It's goofy. It it's like a family party game. I'm sure the the more we bring it to tables, we could just come up with our own categories. Oh yeah. And I think that's what makes it cool. I think that it comes with, like it comes with a whole bunch of double sided cards that each side has two categories on it. Mm-hmm. So 
don't feel like you're going to burn through it pretty fast. Even so. if you do, you're playing with other people later. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've only played it with the two of us so far because you were on the hunt for this game for so long. You looked at our target because the app said that there was one in stock. So you went and looked and wandered around the target game section forever. Yeah. It's like all limited it. selection. It's like somebody has it like tucked behind like some fucking bullshit that they didn't put back correctly. I'll yep. never find it. So I was like, eh. I, I, I didn't feel great about paying for like the stupid shipping for this thing. Cause it you just... paid for the shipping? Yeah. I would have ordered other things to get free shipping. Well, here we are. Too late. You, it's you in the house. Tell me. Nope, sure didn't. That's rude. I have like things I could bucks. have bought from it was Target. It dollars It's fine. $4. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, a lot of fun kind of goofy game that we uh, didn't expect to be so interested in. And it's like when I couldn't find it anywhere, I was like, I want this game i want this game so fucking bad and i can't find it anywhere it's pissing me off and we got it that was that was a rational reaction too just so you know mm-hmm. it was very rational as most of my reactions are mm-hmm. i would say um my main criticism of the game is that the device itself feels kind of cheap yeah the game was 25 bucks it's it 29 because we had to pay for shipping that's yeah, true that is very true so we're destitute now. This is our last episode. We can't keep the lights on. Yep. We have to sell feet pics. I'm going to sell the computer. Oh, that's more dramatic. I think we make more money on that than either of our feet pics. So. Hmm. Somebody's out there. Okay. Look, looking at you, internet person, who will buy my picture. It doesn't matter. So um, <laughs> my main criticism is that it's, it's plastic and kind of cheap. Um, and it doesn't have anything like if you're not playing, if you're playing on a, a smooth surface, like a table without a tablecloth or something like that. Um, if you hit it, you could launch the fucker, right? It's pretty light mm-hmm. and it didn't come with its own goddamn battery. And I was like, Oh fuck, do we have a double A battery? No, we have triple A batteries and then a whole bunch of smoke detector batteries. So when it starts beeping, you don't rip the smoke detector off the ceiling again. Not criticizing, I would have. When I did that, they were all going off. Yeah. It wasn't just one. Every single smoke detector in the house was going off one day when I was in meetings for work. Mm -hmm. Every single one. I went through and I replaced every single battery in this entire house because they wouldn't stop. Home ownership's fun. I've never been so close to like an actual breakdown over something incredibly (laughs) irrational. I remember that day. I was at work and I was like, well, Fuck me. I can't do anything. What do you, I, I have no idea what to do. And I was like, well, I live on the street now because this house is no longer mine. It belongs to the AI that lives in the smoke detector. Smoke detector is saying, fire, fire, evacuate, fire. There's I can't, no fire. I can't live like this. There was, was no, no fire. was no fire. Ugh. Yeah, that's Tapple. Um, I would I would bring it out for, for people who have a whole bunch of people over, a goofy party game. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Agreed. Our next TikTok find was was something that you found. Yeah. Um, this one, I'm not one who's easily swayed by one video, right? Like, I'm not usually one who watches one video or reads one review and is like, this is a game I have to have. However, this time, I should, we should link to the um, TikTok person because she did a good job. This game is called Snakes of Wrath. Um, it was on Kickstarter. This year. Which the two of us are not easily swayed by Kickstarters either. Because mm-hmm. it comes with a caveat of risk, right? It's like, you don't know if this is ever going to get funded. Or if it does fund it, the people don't just run away with the money. So, 
Yeah, and I saw exactly one video of this game and instantly went to Google it, found out it was on Kickstarter, found my credit card, and paid for it immediately. Um, so I think what appeals to me about this game, like I said, Snakes of Wrath, and your goal is to lay these tiles down, and the tiles have, like, they feel like dominoes, and I think that was a huge factor for me. You could just tell when they were playing it on TikTok that they were high-quality pieces, and it's a two-player game and super competitive, and therefore I knew it was perfect for us, and you're basically just trying to, like, make these really big, complicated snakes by laying the tiles down like dominoes. Um, some of the snake pieces are armored, which means you can't, your opponent cannot injure them. Um, some are not. Your other ones that you can lay on top of your opponent have a little knife, which means you cut your opponent and you said, fuck your snake, basically. And your opponent cannot build on that snake until they heal it. Mm -hmm. um, and the first person to get to 13 points, um, each tile in a completed snake is a point. First one to 13 points wins the game. Yeah, now like we brought we got it yesterday, which is exciting, um, and it's like it feels like one of those like easy to learn but difficult to master style games where it is just a two player game, um, so you're you have access to seven tiles per round. Each time you play one, you draw back up to seven. You have like a little kind of stand that's very reminiscent of Scrabble mm -hmm. to stack all your uh, snake. Yeah, it's snake. a big Scrabble holder. Yeah, basically. Just to hide all of your uh, options of your snake dominoes to lay down, and yeah, so you're just building out your snakes to try and get the biggest combo. Um, there's also a mechanic in the game that's pretty cool, but does lend itself to be douchey. When you're playing, and that is that is a mechanic of the game. It's, yeah, that, that's the game. It, yeah, it's not. They haven't hit it. Uh, it isn't sugarcoating it. It is to try and steal your opponent's snakes, and you could do that one of two ways, which is, um, like if you add and complete your opponent's snake before they're able to, you could steal it from them for points. And there's one other way, which was, oh, I can't remember offhand. Will you either? Finish off a snake by stealing it from somebody and connecting it to a head. Mm -hmm. Or, um, I'm totally blanking on it. I know, I that's, that's, because uh, we only started it yesterday, right? So, um, but there's mechanics of being able to steal snakes. And it's like, just like this kind of like cool tug of war back and forth, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, on the, um, I think it was either on the Kickstarter page or on the TikTok, I don't remember. But they said something of, like, play a friend, make an enemy. Mm -hmm. And so when I shared it with um, some of our other board game friends, they were, like, automatically not a game, not a game for our household. And I was like, that is exactly why it is a perfect game for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, the tiles are super cool. They're double-sided. So, like, no matter what, you're, you're not going to get a tile that you can't ever play. Right? So, like, there's the same amount for everybody because... It's just red and blue. Yeah. Um, and it's the same tile. Each uh, each tile is the same on front and back just based on the color, right? So mm -hmm. it's your, if you're red, your opponent's blue or vice versa. And yeah, it just, it just feels good, right? So with a game like this, they got kickstarted very quickly, made a fuck ton of money. Well, there wasn't even, a, there was even an option on the Kickstarter 
that was like, hey, do you want to get this before Christmas? It's going to be an extra, like, what, $10? And yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, I want it before Christmas. Um, I'll pay 10 extra dollars, so whatever. Put me on the, at the head of the line. It worked. Yeah, and it was, it, it's a really cool, fun game that, and rounds play, they get, I think after learning the rules, having to go back with the rule book a little bit uh, just to make sure we were doing things. And I think we messed up like one or two things the first round we played. Mm-hmm. But each round is like 15 to 20 minutes. Um, it doesn't take up a whole lot of space. The box is like a long kind of oblong box. It's almost like a small Scrabble box. Yeah. Like to use a Scrabble theme. And um, we always like games that have like decent travelability. And this would be one that would be easy to bring to a brewery, mm-hmm. um, to anywhere else that you're like just hanging out with somebody else and you want to bust it out. Like it doesn't take up a whole lot of space on a table. And I love that. And also it's a game that while it's like pretty cutthroat and competitive for two players, um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. The rules are hilarious. Um, there is one piece in the entire game. Um, the piece is called Todd. Um, Todd is a standalone snake where as long as you are not fucking up anybody else's snake and the placement rules still apply, it's worth an extra point. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know, I assume there's probably a reason it's named Todd. Um, but I'm a fan. Uh, it's high quality. The game, like, like I said, we, we messed it up a few times, but like, oh no, we just restarted a game for two of us that you can finish around in 15 minutes. Yeah, so. and like they, the I forget when the Kickstarter st- oh it, the Kickstarter started like a a couple months ago and it's now ended, um, but they were asking for like fourteen G's, which isn't a whole lot in terms of like creating and developing a board game, and they got like over two hundred and thirty thousand bucks. So uh, a game a game company like this, where I'm pretty sure it's just, it's their first game, um, I'd have to double check that, but it's just solid. It's a solid. Edition. It doesn't play like anything else that we have. No. Nope. Um, I was just trying to go through to see if there's Wait. a reason why we're Todd. No, I don't think it's on here. But uh-huh. there's. I think they're doing pre-orders now. So. Yeah. Shout out to that TikToker who uh, made me go buy this. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, oh man, we didn't get the signed limited edition run. Yeah, I'm really upset about it. Yeah. Seems like our vibe. I really the, care a lot. The Civil that. Serpent uh, collection. That's kind of funny. The boa constructor. I'll stop. Yeah, this is this is also bad content. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, again, sticklers for components. Uh, they feel good. They feel really good to play with, to stack up, to place down. Um, the artwork is simple but clean. Um, yeah, I really like it. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Mm-hmm. I think that this could be... A good, I think if I were going to buy this game as a gift, I think it could be for any level of gamer. We didn't talk about that with Tapple, but Tapple, we kind of said who it's for. But I think regardless, as long as you're like interested in playing games, to me, to a certain extent, it gave me some like updated Domino's vibes, not mm-hmm. the pizza, um, like we had for dinner. Um, but like, I don't know, it, it was just... Once you read the rules, it was just kind of like, can I do this? And then double checking. And so I think it's pretty much for anybody. Yeah. Anybody who's interested in sitting down at a table. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you do pre-orders now, they're not going to be here till May. So good luck, suckers. Yeah. should have been on TikTok like me. We should have recorded an episode before this so people could have 
That's on us too. That's on us. Okay. Yeah. I, I you wanted us. me to we you wanted me to give a review of a game I haven't played yet and tell people they should buy it when I hadn't even played it or touched it yet. Yeah, it's bad for business. Also shitty content. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and then um, f- the final game that we found on TikTok. This one was all you. This one was all me. Um, It's a party game. It is a party game. It's a party game called Privacy. I will preface this that this is not a family game. It's absolutely not a family game. Happened to play it with some of my family. Can't ever unsee that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so essentially the game is a... It's a guessing game. It's a guessing game and a betting game. So in the game... In the round, there's going to be somebody who asks a yes or no question. Most of these yes or no questions are um, existentially weird or fucked up, uh, sexual in nature, or just hilarious that you might want to know. Yeah, hilariously absurd, I would say, is the final category. Um, The beauty is everyone votes, including the person who read the card. Everyone votes. Either put in a yes token into a... Like this little box. It's like a ballot box. Little almost. ballot box. That's very cool. I forgot. I was like, what is this? Yeah, ballot box. So you put your uh, yes or no answer into this ballot box. It's completely anonymous. And it stays anonymous. Mm-hmm. The next part is the betting mechanic of you now have to guess on your little, you have a little wheel. And you guess based on the number of players you're playing with. Um who said yes? How to, many people? How many people Not said... Who. Correct. How many? How many people said yes? And if you get it right on the money for how many people said yes, you move two up on the on the player board. Uh, if you get within one, either plus or minus, you move one up. And if you're out of that parameter, you get nothing. Yep. And then... You could watch people's body language if you ever want to know the answer. You could discuss amongst yourselves if that's something you want to know the answer to. But other than that... Or you can move the fuck on and call it a day. Yep, because some of these questions get awkward. Yep. So, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's really great. Um, We played it in a brewery last weekend. That was pretty funny. I think people... Might have been other people paying attention to all of the laughs that were coming coming (laughs) from our general vicinity. So, yeah, I mean, I guess what I what I like about it compared to some other party games that can have some uh, raunchy themes is that, like, you're not automatically going for the most, like, outlandish answer. You only have two choices, yes or no, mm-hmm. right? So, like, automatically you know that part, and people aren't, like, you can say what your answer was or not. You could say yes, and then when everything flips over... All of a sudden, you're like, I would never, and you can lie the fuck out of the whole thing if you don't want to tell anybody what you what you put in there. So, yeah, I think that it's just like it's one of those like you don't have to ever reveal yourself based on your answer, and it's very very funny. Mm-hmm. You have a story you want to tell? Oh no, I'm not going to tell any of the stories that we came across <laughs> in our adventures playing because uh, that's I don't have the consent of the other people who we played with. That's fair, and consent is important. It is, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not for anybody who you don't want to get uncomfortable with. It's mm-hmm. not for uh, people under the age of 18. <laughs> Do not play this with children. Um, like, And then it's not just like, because people are like, oh, I just don't want to like play a game that just has a whole bunch of like sex questions. There's plenty of those. There's a lot of questions that are very sexual in nature. But it's like, some people are like, oh, would you... Uh, 
uh, would you ever like uh, kill an animal and not tell anybody? And it's like, whoa, it was too real. I, I actually think that when that came up, that question, and somebody was like, I hit a deer once. Does that count? And like, <laughs> so it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like it's all perspective, right? And it's like if you fist fought a deer for for sport, that's weird. But you can answer yes or no. And... Fist fought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I what like I said, what I like about it is that it's funny. You don't have to reveal yourself. Um, and you just kind of like, I don't know, there's something about playing with a group of people and kind of just like side-eyeing the shit out of the person next to you and being like, hmm. Because it could be an obvious answer of like, of course yes, or of course no. And then more yeses or nos come in than you'd expect and you're like, hmm. Interesting. These are not the wholesome friends I thought I had. I mean... Bunch of hoes. I, I didn't really, I didn't really think any of our friends were super wholesome. That I, that's why we're friends. Yeah. I don't. Generally speaking, I don't think wholesome people look to hang out with us. Yeah, this isn't a game you bring to like a work Christmas party either. Absolutely not. No. Unless you're seeking unemployment. Good yeah, way out. It is a good way out. Um, but I'm not doing that. So. No. So, yeah, th- those are the games that we've uh, we've found. Um, whether it was from going into shops or uh, recently our TikTok experience. And I, th- I think we have some bangers. There's some pretty good ones. And mash. Bangers and mash. Well, that's like an, isn't that like an Irish dish? Or is I that, think so. I don't know. Oh. Where's Where's Brendan when you need him? This is a cool kid say. That slaps. <laughs> Please don't ever say that to nope. me again. I prefer you didn't do that. Yeah. Well, what else have we been, besides these games... What have you been playing, John? Oh God. Um. So, uh, to the uh, to the newly anointed, we don't just play tabletop games and uh, board games, and uh, we watch TV. Watch TV. We play video games. We read comics. We read books. We go to the movies. We do a whole bunch of shit, and uh, it's been a busy few months in terms of like we drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lisa Poppy's ends there. That's awesome. Uh, we go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, that's a necessity to not die early, though. Yeah. Feels good, but I after. like the gym usually. Yeah. But no, um, I've been uh, have, I've been trying to get back into reading. You don't have, you don't have to talk. This wasn't a session to make you feel bad. That wasn't. I asked you what you're playing, and you automatically went to. Well, uh, uh, personally, I've been playing this weird arcade game that just came out on Xbox called Vampire Survivors. Which is like a retro style, like um, bullet hell kind of game where you're just like running around and killing creatures and leveling up and doing a whole bunch of weird shit. And it's a, it's kind of a roguelike kind of game. So if you like uh, repeatedly just running around in like a 8-bit. It looks awful. Yeah, you hate the art style. Yeah, I, I watched, I walked by you playing this game and I was like, that looks terrible. I would never... It scratches a weird itch for my reptilian brain. But playing a lot of that, and then uh, Overwatch 2 came out. Hell yeah. And we've been playing the absolute ever-living fuck out of Overwatch 2. Yeah, but now it's free-to-play, so we get all these internet losers coming in talking shit. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't here. You don't understand. Who? The losers. Oh, I was like, I, yeah, I was. I was right there playing with you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a blast. I love the new game mode, the tug of, tug of war, right? Uh, it's not called tug of war. No, it's not, but it's what it feels like. Yeah, so you're like guiding a robot back yeah. and forth on a map. It's very cool. Big fan. Um, I'm so glad that it's out, though. I feel like we were waiting for so long. Yeah. 
Um, on my Switch, I started playing a game called Cozy Grove, which was very much like Animal Crossing. Um, but basically, there's all these little ghost bears. I think they were bears. Who's uh, to say? Um, on my on this island, and I'm just trying to help them uncover their memories so they can go be happy and uh, go to their final resting place, essentially. Um, yeah, I played that for a, like four months, mm-hmm. and the game was like, you basically finished it, but you can keep going. And I was like, no, I think it's time. It's time. <laughs> I, I did my purpose here. Um, so I started playing a very similar game called It's Bear and Breakfast. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just a bear who owns a few bed and breakfasts trying to get the humans to come back in. Uh, it's a very funny game. I will say it doesn't feel like when they release it on Switch that they built the game for Switch. Some things are not very intuitive um, in terms of how to do stuff, how to move around on your screen, stuff like that. I can even say that because there's nothing on there that's like touch screen capable. So even though I'm on my Switch Lite, it feels like I should just be able to click the screen and I can't. Yeah, it looks like uh, a keyboard and mouse was the right way to play it. Yeah. However, once you get it figured out, it's totally fine. Um... So, I'm a big fan of this game so far. And then I bought another game on Switch because it was on sale over Thanksgiving, but I haven't played it yet. It's called Witchwood. Yeah. I live in this genre of what they call cozy games for Switch, so... Yeah. I've been playing some stuff on my Switch. Went back into Hades. Mm-hmm. Hades 2 was just announced at the Game Awards. You're I, welcome. I told you I that. Know, you did tell me that. Thank you, for, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've been playing that, and then I went back and... Uh, Downloaded an expansion uh, for a game called The Binding of Isaac, which is like a weird Zelda I swear to God you were playing this the last time we probably recorded. Yeah, probably. It's a fun game. And we've also been watching lots of sports. Yeah. The Vikings. Hockey season is in full swing. Uh, Vikings got their ass waxed today, but... uh, 10-3 is not bad. Is it 10-3? No. 9-3? It was 13-28. to I'm talking about their record. Oh, 10-3, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's fine. It's just when you're used to winning, losing sucks extra hard. The Rangers keep losing. They've won minus three in the a last row three. They've won three in a row now. Thank you very much. So it's very you know. sensitive. Wow. Um, yeah, and then our normal smorgasbord of uh, cooking shows because that's what we watch. We watch oh a God. fuck ton of. If there's a cooking show, we don't like baking shows. I don't know why. You don't like. I baking don't like shows. baking shows. I don't I know why. I like baking shows. Yeah, but the Great British Bake Off. Fun. I've wholesome. Wa- I've fun and wholesome, but I don't want to watch like an American baking show where it's like, make this robot cake that can fuck your friends, and it's like what? Wow, that got a. I, I actually really might <laughs> watch that show. Yeah, you probably would. Yeah. Oh, I am also listening to the uh, One Tree Hill podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ! It's called Drama Queens, and I watch the episodes when they watch them, and then I listen to the podcast. Um, and then I discussed the podcast with two of my friends. So, cool. Who are also, one of them is rewatching, the other is not. But we just discuss all of the things. And just overall, most men are terrible, in case you're listening to that podcast. Most men in power suck. So, yep. that's my two cents on that. Yeah. I think that's about it. It's been a busy few months. We've done a lot of traveling, seeing people, but nothing that's any interest to anybody else aside from us. Yeah, that's fine. It's tattoo season. Got a whole bunch of new tattoos. Yeah. Um, I got to cat sit for one of my friends over Thanksgiving. Um, and I've never had a cat who hated me. But her cat hated me. It was kind of sad. Yeah. I'm glad my cats don't hate me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, John's birthday's coming up. Oh, yeah. Fuck. My birthday. I'm going to be old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You're already old. We're it's getting fine. There. Uh, I'm so, not old. You're old. Yeah, I'm old. Sorry about that, everyone. I'm gonna die soon. So okay. <laughs> One foot in the grave. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, thanks for hanging out with us with uh, this uh, episode of us coming back from out of nowhere. You've probably written us off, and if we populate back into your pod feed, uh, you're welcome. Thank you for not deleting it. Uh, this is actually us. Um, if you want to find more of uh, what we're doing, you can go to boredtodeathpodcast.com. You can find all the episodes there natively if you're not listening on Apple or Google or Spotify, which we're all on. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to our Instagram page or the Facebook page. Both of them are Bored to Death Podcast. But to be fair, we haven't been playing a whole lot, so therefore haven't posted a whole lot lately. However... If you would like to get in touch, that's the easiest way. I'm the one who's got our Instagram. So if you want to talk to me, send me a message on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I don't interact with people on the internet very well. I, or civilly. I, I love interacting <laughs> with people on the internet. I'm good at it. But, yeah. Um, that's how we got together. Yeah. Uh, rate and review us on wherever you're listening to us on uh, your podcast app stuff. Because it helps other people find us. And uh, we plan on getting back into a regular swing of things with us. So thank you so much for uh, for hanging out with us and listening to us ramble about uh, cardboard and dice and a whole bunch of other shit. Mostly just dice this time. Yeah, mostly. That's cool. All right. Uh, as always, I'm John. I'm Kayla. And this is how we roll. I did. I did.